With the Environment in Focus, I'm Tom Pelton. On August 31st, Baltimore suspended its curbside recycling program. The coronavirus pandemic and fear of infection had caused about a third of the city's solid waste workers to call in sick or take days off, which triggered a trash collection crisis in the city. To address the problem, the Department of Public Works directed all remaining workers in that division to concentrate only on trash pickup. As an alternative to curbside recycling, the city is asking residents to now drive their own recyclables to 14 drop-off centers scattered around the city through November 1st. One of the drop-off centers is here in northwest Baltimore in front of Greenspring Middle School. Yesterday morning, a city worker tossed cardboard boxes into the back of a truck as he expressed anxieties about getting the virus on the job. Yeah, it's been a hard time, you know, with people being out. That's why we're having all this problem. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are out. I, I'm, I'm worried, you know, but we got to work. Yeah. got to work. Matt Garbark is the acting director of the Baltimore Department of Public Works. The coronavirus has just been hitting us, not just directly, but indirectly as well, from a number of different points. And it's really taken a toll on our workers and our ability to just get all of the trash picked up. So you've had, we've had trash tonnages increase. We've had a number of workers actually get sick with the, um, the coronavirus. We've had extremely long days because now we have to do all sorts of social distancing in the morning and the afternoon. Baltimore is not alone in suspending its curbside recycling program. At least 100 cities and counties across the country have put a pause on these programs during the coronavirus crisis. Another 100 have permanently canceled their curbside recycling, including Harrisonburg, Virginia, Beaumont, Texas, and Indianapolis, Indiana. However, the breakdown in many of these recycling programs predate COVID-19. The markets for many recyclable materials started crashing in 2018, when China banned the import of most plastics and other materials headed for its massive recycling processing plants. For nearly a quarter century, China had processed about half of the world's recyclables. China's dramatic switch and decision to no longer import trash from other countries was part of an effort to become more self-sufficient in its sourcing of raw materials like glass and aluminum for industry. This is according to Adam Minter, author of a book titled Junkyard Planet. When that happened, it basically gutted the global recycling industry. You have to remember, recycling, ultimately, it's a raw material. And it needs to be made into something else. And if there's no demand to make other stuff, then your recycling is essentially garbage. And your recycling program becomes a trash program. And it becomes a cost drag, at least in certain places, on local government. In Baltimore, that cost to recycle, despite depressed recycling markets, has been about $1.2 million a year. But recycling also provides benefits by keeping trash out of the city's incinerator, which reduces air pollution, and by cutting the flow of waste into the city's quarantine road landfill, which is rapidly filling up and would be expensive to replace. Although down in the dumps now, recycling will inevitably bounce back as the pandemic subsides, because it's a habit. We humans have been doing it since the recycling of bones into clubs and spears. 
with the Environment in Focus. I'm Tom Pelton of the Environmental Integrity Project, author of The Chesapeake in Focus. This program is sponsored by the ABLE Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own.